What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. This is Resistance in Residence, where we profile artists using their gifts to change the world. This week's feature I'm so excited about, Brother Damon Turner. Damon is a prolific rapper, cultural architect, and entrepreneur who creates sounds, experiences, and initiatives that envision and build a world fit for thriving. Damon has taken his brand of trap healing all over the globe, performing on stages virtually and live from Atlanta to Los Angeles, San Francisco to the UK. When Damon is not making music and turning up on the stage, which I have seen him do, and he does turn up, he is running his creative agency, Trap Heels, which is committed to bringing economic equity to the most marginalized communities in the world. Hey, Damon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Kat. Peace, peace to you and the whole team over there. I have very much been looking forward to this conversation. I want to get into all things, but first I want to start with a little bit about you and specifically where and how you grew up, what your family was like, what your family was like, and when did you discover the arts? Oh, wow. Um, I feel, I feel like I was born, I was born into this, you know, um, we hear a lot about child pop stars uh, who, whose families really pushed them into that direction. But, you know, me and my siblings, you know, we've always been around the arts piece of my mother who, um, really supported us in that space, just, you know, putting us in church programs, dance, uh, acting, choir. Um, she herself was a prolific, uh, poet, you know what I mean? And so I remember after church and, 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 and on weekends when she would have company over, my sister and I would, uh, would do our own variety shows in the living room, you know, and just entertaining the, the folks who would come over. And so I've always been, um, around art. I didn't realize that there was an opportunity to be a professional artist uh, until I would say um, 2008 when she passed away. Uh, I moved to Los Angeles and 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 found my way into the art scene. Shout out to my brother Amir Suleiman, who who I asked. I said, "Hey man, I really want to take poetry serious. Like, where do I go?" And he pointed me in the direction of the Poetry Lounge and he said, you'll find your way from there. And so it's really been a part of my life, uh, my whole life. But uh, I think since 2008, 2009 is when I really started putting my energy towards that. All right, Damon, now in our community, um, heels is usually not the word that comes out, comes after the word trap. So I want <laughs> you to. Right. <laughs> Right. I want you to talk about trap heels rather than trap yes, houses, ma'am. sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And that's that's the beauty of it, right? So uh 2018, I'll say, uh January 2018, a brother of mine, Walter Hernandez Thompson, was uh working at the New York Times and he was doing these really beautiful profiles of 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 culture and, and subcultures uh around the world, right? He himself being from Compton. You know, he was profiling like the Compton Cowboys and he was going to Japan talking about lowrider, you know, culture out there. And, you know, and so he pulled me and, and some some friends together to have a conversation about non-traditional healing. And because I use culture uh, as a means to do my practice and, you know, my business partner, Dane P, uses real estate. My other friend, Daniel French and, and his band, Las Capateras, use music to heal, he wanted us to talk about ways to heal, right? Beyond just Western medicine and things of that nature. <clears throat> and so 
as we were talking, having this really beautiful conversation, uh, my brother Dame Pete interrupted everything we were saying because, of course, we were trying to be PC and like you know, you know, saying all the right the right buzzwords and things like that. But he said, "Man, forget all of this. You know what healing is to me?" We were like, "What, Dame Pete?" He said, "Cardi B." And we were like, okay. <laughs> and he said, um, he said, because she's turned up, she's as ratchet as she wants to be. She's from the Bronx, but she's literally putting on for her family and she's not changing who she is. Right. And my brother, Daniel friend said, yeah, man, because trap heals. And we all stopped and looked at each other, Kat. And when he said that, we knew that, that something, something just broke into the ether because I'm from Atlanta. I'm from I'm from the trap, right? I myself experienced a lot of uh, a lot of that, right? I, I trapped a little bit um, in high school and and knew that wasn't really for me. But a lot of my friends and, and family are still in that lifestyle. And so when I heard those two words put together, I knew it was an oxymoron. But I also gave space to really think about what could healing look like if it was from the trap, right? Because you know, uh, old folks or elders back in the day used very little to make a lot. And so if we can recondition ourselves to realize that the gems, the, the the medicine is in our communities already, then what could that look like for uh for the generations to come? And so, you know, we prayed on it, meditated on it, and um we created this this company, Trap Hills, to be a prayer, right? To be the 2.0 version of what we know the trap to be. And so we've been just just rocking ever since. And Damon, real quick, before we move on, I have a multicultural audience that listens to this show. Yeah. So just do me a favor and define <laughs> trap you. for the folks that, <laughs> that may not live and come from where we live and come from. Yes, yes, ma'am. Um, trap is a, is a, a physical place. You know, imagine an abandoned apartment complex where there's usually like one way in, one way out. Uh, it's a place where you set up shop. You know, and you sell, you sell dope, you sell, you sell, you know, you sell whatever you can get your hands on really in, in our communities. We just, you get, you get what you can get your hands on and you, you try to make a profit to take care of your family, but it's also a mentality. You know what I mean? It's, it's a mentality of, uh, uh, you know, distrust It's it's, you know, you don't trust the next person and you try to have loyalty with your family and, and it's, and it's, you know, taking care of your own, right. By any means necessary. And, and so the trap um, speaks specifically to that experience, but it has grown to become more of a culture, uh, musical genre, even subgenre to hip hop. Um, the music that was made in those conditions where people are selling drugs um, has now become one of the biggest sounds in the world. You can go to Oaxaca, Mexico or Tokyo, Japan. You can go to Accra, Ghana and hear the influences of trap everywhere, right? But when we think about the billions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars now that's used or that's generated from this subgenre, that money's not necessarily going back to East Atlanta where it was created or Memphis, Tennessee, where it was created or Houston, Texas, where it was created. It's it's in other people's pockets. And so it's important, I think, that we we think about trap as a musical genre and you parallel it to blues, you parallel it to rock and roll, you parallel it to the, the, the golden age of hip hop where we created something out of pain and ultimately did not find 
the ways to own the intellectual property before it was ultimately commodified and sold back to us. And so when I, when I speak of the trap, I'm speaking not only of the experience of those who live in the conditions of poverty, live in the conditions of, of systemic racism, live in the conditions of, um, of hyper-masculinity and patriarchy, but I'm also talking about the musical genre that is not owned by people who created it. I love your brilliant mind. Um, I, I do. I just, I love talking to you. I love listening to you talk. I, I love watching you perform. Um, I, I want to go a little bit deeper with the, the healing piece of this. I, I, Cause I, you talked about the trap, you know, taking care of our folks, uh, by any means necessary. And I thought about putting that inside of the paradigm of healing, right? Mm -hmm. Ensuring mm -hmm. that our folks have healing by any means necessary. And if you could say a little bit more about your beliefs, what you've witnessed, your intentions around using art as a t tool for healing our people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I really believe that we can't, even begin to talk about changing political systems um, until we really think about how to change the culture in which we coexist in communities together. Um, because for a long time, at least, you know, that, that I've seen, we've, we've fought very hard and, and, and there have been social movements that have definitely prioritized art and centered art as a means of expression, but it was always for a political end. And I think you know, we oftentimes get policy and and laws and and all of these things. Uh, we give that the priority because we think that if a if a piece of paper gets signed, then all of a sudden our lived conditions can change. But I genuinely believe that it's the other way around. I think if we can prioritize art, prioritize seeing each other through means and modalities like art, music, um, the technology that's created from our communities, then I think socially we will re-govern ourselves and that would ultimately influence the policies that we, um, that we constitute as law, right? And so I believe changing the culture first is important and then laws and, and policies can change. And so to see how the pandemic really force everybody in the world to sit down and shout out to all the essential workers, peace to all the folks who ultimately lost family members. I lost folks during the pandemic as well. Um, but we saw how the world literally leaned on artists to, to make it through the pandemic, right? Whether it was, you know, through museums, creating YouTube content of galleries that they had, or it was artists like, you know, Tiny Desk changed their entire platform to do, you know, at home concerts. And and that was just like a really beautiful experience, Kat. And so I, I know that art is um is 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 the foundation for the healing that I want to bring into the world. And I just see how instantly, you know, you play a song, you know, for for poor people in 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 our communities, or you show a video, uh uh, of something really beautiful or you show a piece of art, you know what I'm saying, on a mural uh, or on a piece of canvas, you just can see the illumination of folks in, in, in our hoods. Like, that's all you need. Like, that's not a book. I'm not reading literature to them. I'm not, you know, like giving them a formula or all these things. I'm just showing them themselves through the art and you can just see a transformation. And, you know, Amiri Baraka told me that before he passed away, I asked, I said, what is our responsibility as artists to him? And 
He said, literally to bring your art to the people who need it the most. We are not asking and begging them to spend $50 on a ticket to come see us at the, at the major theater. He said, if you can't bring your art to the poor people in your community, then, then don't talk to me about being an artist. He said, back in the day, we would stand on pedestals and, and spit our poetry or, you know, Gil Scott will be in Harlem or, you know, Coltrane will come with his horn and this artist will come with his easel and we'll bring it to poor people. And their contemporaries would question that. They would say like, well, poor people don't really like jazz music and no, 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 He said, if they don't like it, they'll let us know. But we got to bring it to the people. Right. And so that's my charge is, is to really tap in with folks on the ground. I love that. Well, let's talk about some of that tapping in with folks on the ground. I I know that you always have like your hands and feet and elbows and shoulders (laughs) in pots and that's all different pots. I'm talking about y'all, but walk us through some of the the projects that you're working on right now. Yes, ma'am. So Trap Hills, um, beyond it being a prayer, you know, immediately we were like, yo, we have to, become our own gatekeepers of our of our culture and you know want to be a an example a blueprint for how folks can own their own culture and ultimately go into business if you want to license your ip to the world you can but it's not going to be stolen from you and sold back to you 200 markup right and so trap hills has multiple verticals you know we have a music and entertainment vertical um, we do content, we can do, you know, produce events. I, I often joke and say everything from a quinceanera to Coachella, we can produce that. We have art direction, um, we do strategy and consulting, we do investments, we have our own security firm. And so um, with that, right, there's a lot of, uh, of, of moving parts to that. Um, but there's one thing that I'm really excited about, which is focusing on my music right now, Kat. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, we have so many folks who are like asking us to help with this production because, you know, they know when you put the Trap Hill stamp on an activation, it brings a particular energy because we're not, you know, contracting folks outside of our community. Like we're helping train up a generation of folks um, to be in, you know, live events and productions and 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 to be gaffers on on movie sets and to be producers right we're we're helping cultivate the next generation and so like there's always you know there's always opportunities to do that but i'm really excited about um finally standing up and 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 showcasing the music that i love to make um and prioritizing that this year um before any other any other project so you know this year you're going to hear a lot more um, personal, more vulnerable, um, music. Um, you know, (laughs) I'm a spoken word artist turned rapper turned singer (laughs) songwriter person. Uh, and it's so much fun. I can't even cap. It's so much fun to just get in the studio with my engineer, Brendan, and, um, and just hit record and just, just freestyle, you know, vibes. And, and so there's an energy that I want to put into the world is through the music. Well, speaking of which, why don't you put some mm-hmm. of that energy into the world right about now and spit a little something, something for the folk. What is, you still like that segue? That was a pretty dope segue. If I that, was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was that was pretty fire. I can't even lie. Um, I, I'll say this. I'll say time is of the essence. There is no more time to waste. Did you know you were a modern marvel living in amazing days? 
running to the end with amazing graces, amazing races. We win. It's amazing how we manifested from papers and pens, some creativity in the spaces we're in. So let your future begin now. We're beaming like we're battling dim or the night, but my light shines from the sun that's within. Yeah. Nostalgic tendencies have begun to breathe life in the dry bones of this industry. So you can call me Damon, the respirator, resuscitating this nation. No fear, no hesitation. We own Trap Hills is for freedom. Banana, Fanta, Fofana, these rappers ain't saying nothing. They're forward defining their meaning as something deeper. They're resembling demons speaking to our death. So we're birthing new fetuses and we march with the eye of a tiger, mind of a Christ, heart of a lion, no lion, me and my people's marching to Zion. And as the sun rises, I'm believing that I am and I am a messenger. Perception is reality. Therefore, I see the best in you. Follow me through the Red Sea of this empire. Metaphorically, we spit fire as the walls burn down. So the time is now. Don't let it pass. Because when it's gone, you can't get it back. 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 So tell them, get back. Because our time is now, Cap. Can't let it pass. Because when it's gone, we can't get it back. (laughs) I can see your Big old beautiful smile. It's literally in my mind's eye. Uh, Damon Turner, for folks that are as inspired by you as I am, where can they catch mm-hmm. you, follow you, be a, you know, support uh, yes. the movement you are building? Yeah, um, I am DamonTurner.com is, is my website. And I am Damon Turner on social media platforms is how you can get in contact with me. That's I-A-M-D-A-M-O-N-T-U-R-N-E-R. You are listening to Law and Disorder. I am Kat Brooks. This week's um, resistance and residence artist is Damon Turner, a prolific rapper, cultural architect, and entrepreneur who creates sounds, experiences, initiatives that envision and build a world fit for thriving. Damon Turner, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the time. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. Our Resistance and Residence theme music was composed by Jesse Strauss. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listeners. If you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam. Mm -hmm.